Welcome to the Bushy Black Brother Network. Good evening and welcome to Fade to Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bougie Black Brother, and I'm here with my co-host, Alicia. Hello. And we just finished seeing Ad Astra, the Brad Pitt new movie, because we saw two good Brad Pitt movies this year. We saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, the Tarantino movie, and this sci-fi movie, which I have to say... um, I didn't expect this to be anything. I thought it was going to be like um, there was another movie that we saw about the guy who went to space and just something ordinary. Um, this, um, with um, Matthew. No, no, no. Not. I didn't think it would even be like Interstellar. Okay. Uh, I didn't think it would be like Interstellar. I thought it was going to be something current. Yeah, because you remember you said you didn't read uh, the details of. Yeah, I didn't. But you know, with the reviews that you saw the the trailers, not the reviews. When you saw the trailers, it didn't really give. It you didn't explain anything, anything no. other than we need you to go out and Find look for your, your father. father. Yeah, exactly. But you didn't know it was new. You didn't know it was old. You didn't know it was what. You just knew he was. His father was a uh, a colonel or whatever uh, that went uh, out in space. Yeah, astronaut. He was an yeah, astronaut. astronaut. He was also an astronaut. And went out in space. You don't know where in space because they never told you that. But mm, he was um, um, grabbed to say, um, you know, go get your help us find your father. Yeah, it was more so help us find your father. Yeah, help and us then find you know father. that's what it really was about. But you know, overall, you. But it really, was a big movie then. Right, right. You really didn't know until you went to went to see it. So uh, it was interesting. So um, it was an interesting. So how would well, you say his, story? His astronaut Roy McBride undertakes a mission across an unforgiving solar system to uncover the truth about his missing father and his doom expedition that now, 30 years later, threatens the universe. So, that's what it said, but it didn't look like it. So, it was weird because it didn't look like it. So, it got good reviews, so I really wanted to see it. And um, Brad Pitt doesn't do a lot of trashy movies. No, he's he, smart enough yeah. now to say, Pick if I'm going to be, yeah, he, picks uh, what he, wants. Yeah, he, he picks what he wants, and it's usually pretty quality. So I'm going to give you the picture that we got that we saw that this was going to be really, really interesting. So at the beginning of the movie, um, Brad Pitt is on some space station. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't even know he's in a space station until he walked out, and it was like a space station hovering over the Earth. And they go out there and they was doing repairs. And then all of a sudden you look about and it's so vast and you see multiple astronauts um, working on this, the, this, this space station or antenna or whatever like that. But all of a sudden it was like a blast that just start ripping the place apart and people start falling. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? And then Brad Pitt, he falls. And I was kind of like, oh, this must be like the end of the movie. But he falls and falls. And I was like, how in the hell? And once he gets into the atmosphere. He opened up his. He opened up a fucking parachute. And I was like, 
what the hell? But if, even when he opens his parachute, the debris from the the station that was up was cutting into his parachute. So he he couldn't keep the control. So how did a person like this able to survive? Well, there's a portion that they show that Brad Pitt controls his breathing. He controls his his heart rate and everything never gets to a certain point. He has always been able to control it. So when things happen, he keeps his composure a lot better than most. Yeah, cuz um and <laughs> and after, you know, you you when that happened and he fell, then um they got they picked him up. Yeah, they picked him up. And mm-hmm. then he like recovered. Right. But who was so interesting it was like a, a computer, um, virtual psychologist. Let's yeah, say that. Yeah, virtual psychologist. Very good. And um, basically asked him, "So how are you feeling?" And then he talked to him so calmly. Mm-hmm. And you know, at first you was like, "Okay, what is this all about?" Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Okay, what is this all about?" And he's like, "Okay, you pass or whatever it was that." So what he what he what he had to do? They had to see if he was fit. So if he told how he felt. He's talking about what's going on. It asks little questions. They check in his heart rate because he put a little thing on his neck. So as he talked, yeah, uh, yeah, that's like right. It, it it gauged his heart rate, his his everything that was going on in his in his body, and they was like, "Well, good, you're fit to fly, or you fit to go back." Yeah, because it's almost like it almost felt like a, a what was she called a lie detector. Yes, to a it, certain extent. Yeah, but it's just putting it on your neck, and it detects all but it was your his uh, emotions, your yeah. your feelings, your stress, and everything. Mostly stress. Yeah. So if you're stressed, your heart rate will go up, and then it was like you need to calm down and blah blah blah. So, so it was very interesting because every time he gets into a situation, or even if he didn't, um, he he was he had to do this. Yeah, virtual psychology. It's a health test. It yeah. was a, a health check, not a health test. Health check. They wanted to see if you're mentally or physically healthy to continue on. You know what I mean? You had to be able to continue on and be healthy so you can be an astronaut. So that was fine, and we was kind of like, okay, that was weird. And then it was like, uh, we need to see you, um, and they wanted to see you at such and such, uh, some some place. So. They take him there, and they said, there's a mission we'd like you to go on. Um, it was extraordinary. We're glad you was fine, blah, blah, blah. But there's something that we want you to check on. And they said these, I don't remember really what they were, sonic booms or plasma, what you call it, was coming and hitting the earth, and it was destroying the earth portions of the earth and it was coming from deep space and they wanted to find out the origin of it and they was like but your dad was on a mission um that was 30 years ago and they was he was like yeah he was a hero but we we need to find out if he can help us find out the cause of the sonic blast that is hitting earth and going from there now so, Go ahead. Now, what they wasn't telling him was the truth. Yeah, they wasn't telling him the truth. But anyway, that portion got you into, oh, this is why. So as these blasts are hitting Earth, maybe if he's still, because they say, I think he's still alive, right? And he was like, no, no my, dad. I, my dad is dead. And it was like, no, we need some validation. 
Right? Yep. So then the story takes a different turn. So now they want him on a secret mention to go to Neptune, right? Right, Neptune. Very good. So because his father went to the, the, the furthest reaches of the universe and he would supposedly be in Neptune. So they said they don't want anybody to really know. So we're going to piggyback you on a flight from the moon to Mars, then to, from there. Ne- yeah. I, I don't know if they told him. They, they never told him where his father was. They got him as far as Mars. And then they. So they can contact him. Right, okay. right, right. Yeah, I went too far. Yeah. And so. Um, the thing that was interesting, they said, okay, we want you to talk to your father, you know. To see if we can contact him. Right. And so they gave him a script. So anyway, before he left, he had to go to the moon to hook up on a private spaceship to go to Mars. Because they, they didn't want anybody to know what was his actual, um, what, what his mission was. So he takes a flight to the, to the moon. And now we see the uh, reality or the future. I think they said 10 to 20 years from now, something like that. They said it at the beginning. But they're flying to the moon like uh, first class. Yep, yep. And this guy said, hey, I like to no." Brad Pitt said, I like to have a sleep such and such. And they was like, okay, that'll be $120. And he gave him his hand or something, and they scanned it. So they scanned it, and... He took a sleep pack and they get there. And as soon as they get there or before you get there, you see like a moon colony before they land. And when they land, you see that the moon has been commercialized. And you're like, whoa, you know, we saw like Subway and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like big time commercialized the moon. And they say, well, we're going to have to go to the dark side of the moon because that's where our private uh, flight is. But you're going to have to have a military escort because there's pirates that's on the moon that when people travel and they steal the resources and whatever like that. So you're hearing this and you're just kind of like, this is freaking weird. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So they travel out. And when they travel out, they got a, a convoy. And just so happened, the damn pirates come and chase them down and shoot them and, 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 and try to get get to them and you know half the um not half more than half of the escort was killed and they chasing them down and one of the most remarkable shots in the whole movie was as they chased him down he went off a cliff and when it went off the cliff there was a portion of the moon was that was completely dark yeah so it yeah. almost looked like he was falling off the side of the moon but if you remember they said they're going to the dark side of the moon. Yeah, yeah. So what he did, he he landed, but he landed on the edge of the dark side of the moon. And then once they hit there, they was able to get to the spaceship. So I wanted to go back because there's there's a whole lot of things that was going on in this movie that you really didn't expect. And it was just adding to it. And it was kind of like, wow, this is really interesting. And then when it got to the dark side of the moon, then they turned around. And there was a spaceship with a couple of people that um, was going to Mars. But remember, what's his name? Donald Sutherland was supposed to escort him there. Right. Because, and then he had got sick. Yeah, he got sick, had but, a heart attack or so whatever the, like that. The, 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 
the people that they, they wasn't part of the military. They were like contractors. Yeah, they was contractors. Mm-hmm. And but you didn't know what their purpose was. Right. Which right. was like really crazy too. Yeah. Because once again, like Leisha said, they told them one thing, but they had alternative motives. And Donald Sutherland says, um, be careful. There's some other things that you need to know. So they go and they start flying out. And he's on the flight to Mars. And when they get to Mars. No, they don't get to Mars now. Before they get to Mars. What happened before they get to Mars? Oh, before they get to Mars. This is crazy as hell, too. So before they get to Mars, they hear a distress signal. And the distress signal was the ship that was out there. And Brad Pitt was like, look, man, don't go over there. We got a mission to get to. No, it's part of our job. If any, He was like, look, I don't recommend... You know, we don't go there. And he was like, no, that's our job. So the one guy who's the captain of the ship, because he was a major, Brad was a major, he was the, he said, well, I'll go over there. And the other guy, the co-pilot, you come with me. And he was like, um, yeah, um, uh, if you want me to, um, I just, um. And then Brad Pitt was like, yo, look, I'll go with you. So they get over there and they don't hear anything. And then they split up. Rapid go one way. He go another way. And he comes back. And all he hears is a sound like. And he sees the guy. And he calls out the guy's name. And then. He's not moving. He's not moving. But he's like shaking slowly. And then when he, he calls him out. He looks up. And there's a fucking ape eating this dude. Broke through his mask. And started eating him. And. He tries to attack Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt shoots him. He grabs the body, yada, yada, yada. But the science monkeys got loose and killed the fucking um, staff and everything. So they bring him back, and the captain's dead. (laughs) The fucking captain is dead. Captain is dead. But they proceed on to Mars. Okay, they go to Mars. And once they get there, that's when Brad Pitt is sitting with a whole uh, government group, I guess, and say, here's the messages that's going out, you know what I mean, Um, to your father. I need you to sit in this room and go from there. And the difference of Mars, Mars was basically an underground colony that was was like like weird. But it it was weird, though, because it was, was, um, how would you say, it wasn't friendly. It looked more sci-fi than like the moon was. It wasn't commercialized. Yeah, it wasn't commercialized. No, no, So no. you could see the difference between the two. So that was kind of odd. And then he started broadcasting a pre-script. And that's what you were saying, baby. The pre-script was, this is what you say to your dad. But as soon as he broke script because they wasn't getting an answer, they was like, nope, nope, uh-uh, uh-uh. You can't, you are... You breached the contract, so we're done with. And it was kind of like, he was like, what the fuck, right? So he went back to a room because there was a small room that was there. And and he went back through the health check again. And the health check was fine. And then, what's her name showed up? Ruth Negger. She's cool. She's a really great actress. Oh, yeah, she is. I love her. She's a really good actress. So she told him, so you don't really know about your dad. You don't even know why you're here, do you? He was like, no, we supposed to contact him. He said, and she said, your dad, I mean, my parents went with your dad, and your dad killed my parents. So I don't know what's going on, 
but there's a rocket that's leaving to go where your father is. He said, but they didn't tell me that. She said, I can get you there, um, but I can't get you on the ship. That's all on you. And I was like, whoa. So there was that's the part of the story that he didn't understand that, wait a minute, my dad was talked about as a hero, but yet she's telling me that oh, yeah, your, father's, your a father's a killer. Yep. And she said, here's the proof. And she plugged that, what you call it, that, 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 that recording in. And he admitted it. He was kind of like, hey, look, we're trying to get, you are trying to find life. And these people didn't agree with me. So I had to do what I had to do. And he killed everybody. And um, he stayed on the ship on his own. So they're moving on. And the rocket is getting ready to take off. And his ass climbs in the fucking rocket. While it's taking off. Yep, while it's taking off. So at that point. He gets in the ship and they was like, hey, one of the doors are open. Go check. Go check. And they find out Brad Pitt is in there. And they was like, hey, stop what you're doing. Hey, stop, stop. And he was like, no, no, I mean you no harm. So they start attacking him. And the first thing that happens is the woman jumps at him and the rocket takes off and she slams her head into the goddamn yep. wall and smashes and her head. dead she's she fucking dead her head. yep that was it and then the other one the other guy he attacks him and i don't know how he killed him but then the the pilot gets up and shoots at them and shoots some kind of gas and when he shot the gas he dies because he, he breathed the shit in and i was like you dumb fuck what the hell so he put it on Brad Pitt is all alone now because he killed the three. Remember, it was four. Mm, yep, yep. The, the first guy died from stopping when he just shouldn't have supposed to. Yep, yep. And then the other three died by attacking him. So he gets on there and for months, it was like, what, 90 days or something? Yeah, it was, 90, it was like 80-something days. Mm-hmm. And he recorded everything. He was like, I didn't mean to do it, but they attacked me. And I'm trying to you know, find my father so we can end this. So I can bring. He wanted to bring him back because yeah, he wanted to bring him the, back. He I think did. the actual mission was to kill his father. Well, they wanted to kill him and some kind of device that to blow up the spaceship. Yeah, and they they wanted that to be totally um, destroyed because those blasts were going out and it was traveling through space that it picked up. It's picked up speed and it came all the way to Earth and it was hitting Earth. Yeah, because Brad was. For the part he played, he was the he was a fucking smart ass yeah, astronaut. He was, good. He was yeah, smart. He was really good. He knew how to manipulate the the virtual psychologist. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, because he was like he it was like he almost knew what to say and how to say it and the calm. Like you said, he knew how to control himself to calm himself mm-hmm. to the point because he had to, he was just doing this all boo. I mean, through the movie, this is what he was doing. Right. It, right. it was almost like um, a a diary. Yeah, you know, avert, uh, and and that's what we didn't say. So you you're probably alluding to it, but he had a commentary over what was going on. So you you hear his thoughts as things were going on. So he didn't talk a lot in the movie, but you hear him talk in his mind about things that's going on. So he wasn't really a big talker and conversating, but you heard what he was going through because his commentating was over the top as things were happening. Oh, yeah, because he did have, you know, his relationship with his wife. But, you know, the movie was, I mean, the movie just, like, played himself. And you, as times, you seen how he was. Yep. 
Yep. And and so how he treated his wife. And then when you met him, when you met his father, then you see the similarity, the mm-hmm. similar, similarities. Yeah, of them both. And then you're like, dude, you were treating your wife like your father was treating, treating y'all. y'all. Exactly. Because as soon as he met his father, his father was like, look, it's about the mission. I, I didn't care about you or your mother. Yep, yep. That's exactly But what in he his said. mind, he saw his father and tried to emulate him. He tried to emulate everything that his father was. And then when when his father realized, wow, you're just like me. We could have done a lot of things together. He realized that he was ruining his life by believing something that his father was and to be that way, but didn't realize that that was ruining his life. Yeah, that was ruining his life, yeah, yeah. And so the bigger picture on this whole thing, so he did get this with his father, and his father didn't want to come back. He was just like, let me go. Yeah. That is the only, this is the only purpose in my life, so I would rather die here. So that was the case in that. But the psychological, you know, relationship between him and his father that was coming along in the movie, but you didn't realize it got to that until you met his father. Yeah, because that was the first time he's seen his last time he seen his father. He was a teenager, mm-hmm. and, and he then, was, and that was a broadcast. Right, right, and right. it was a broad. It wasn't physically. Yeah, yeah, it was a broadcast while he was still out yeah. there. Yeah, and then he finally got to see his father as an astronaut. And the last time he seen his father, his father said, because his father was going to drag his ass right into space with him. Yep. And, and he, he was, was like, like, let me go. Just let me go. And yep. he was like, yo, you crazy motherfucker. But then also, we didn't, we missed this part. The people on the flight had a bomb on there. <laughs> so the bomb would destroy that project that was shooting these plasma or sonic booms all the way to, uh, to the earth. So they had to destroy that so that shit wouldn't keep so, shooting back. So where he had to go, he had to go to Neptune. Yeah, Neptune. That's and so, which was beginning. so crazy. Oh, this is the part that was so crazy. So, um, I believe the ship didn't make it through through the through, um, through the um, Neptune um, rocks because it destroyed it. Remember the little small spaceship. What's the small spaceship? Remember when when Brad Pitt had to come out? He had the little ship mm-hmm. from the big ship, and he came out, and he had to go through the um, the um, yeah, the, the ring. Yeah, the ring, and it and he it destroyed the ship. No, so, it didn't. So he got through, and it couldn't connect because the lock was broken. Okay, so he let he let it fly away. Right, right. Because he he didn't have no choice. It 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 couldn't lock onto the ship, so he had no ship to get back to, but. He was going to find a way to get through the rocks to get back to the ship, which was on the other side of the ring. Right, right. Because, you know, me and Alicia was like, damn, there's rings around goddamn Neptune. I didn't know that. I just thought it was Saturn. But this, yeah, I looked it up, too. Oh, And here's here's one other thing that was, like, really amazing. When you see the cinematography on it. It oh my god. Was amazing. It felt like you was on the, and it felt like you was out there with him. Yep. It felt so real. So this guy, Hoyt Van Hoytemy, he was a cinematographer for Dunkirk and Interstellar. So you can see the fact that, oh, okay, now I see that same thing. And, you know, he's he's going to be on, what's his name, new one, um, Christopher Nolan's new one, Tenet, in 2020. So he's doing the cinematography for that, too. And, you know, once you work with uh, Christopher Nolan, he has a vision of how he wants to see things. And this guy's amazing and because it looks so real. Everything in this whole movie 
looks so natural. It looks like, oh, this I'll go yeah. to the moon next week. You yeah, know but what I mean? So the one thing that really freaked me out was when he took the um, door off of the ship. So and he took the the panel. Yeah, the panel off, off the ship. The it looked solar like a door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's the door that keeps the solar panels in, so right. it won't get damaged. Right. So it pulls the solar, but the panel on the top is like a door, so you can it'll look like a, a panel. Man. But he used the panel to get through to get through the uh the freaking rocks rings, yeah, the rings just to get to the other side, and um he almost passed the ship because he was going so fast through there. That he he had to hang on to it and sh- before he got on the ship, and he said he'll get his way. He'll get back home because once the blast hits, it'll push him forward, so he wouldn't have to be using so, so much. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so fuel. much fuel. Yeah, and it did. I mean, this, he he was <laughs> he was so smart at what he did, how he strategically planned. You know, his mind was do- it was like this. It was just moving. Okay, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. You know. And so, it, it it was amazing. It was truly amazing, you know, and because I didn't think he was gonna make it. Yeah, I thought he would die out there with his father. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, did it? Was it realistic? Like, oh yeah, that can happen. Eh, maybe, maybe not. But it's it it was done in a way that you you accepted it. Put it that way. But um, so it it gave the the intelligent portion reminded me of the Martian. And then the um, the picture and the science reminded me of Interstellar. So the, between those two, they had a, even an emotional father son story that um, that blended in with everything. And it was it was a very very good movie. It was it was so different. It's it wasn't you know graphically exciting and space and shooting and it wasn't a lot of that. It was exciting in in portions, but the movie really wanted you to get the story of what happens in a relationship when you think something is a certain way, and then when you're trying to accomplish something and the lies and deception people do to get what they want. And Ad Astra is uh, Latin for to the stars. Um, I was kind of like, what the hell is Ad Astra? the hell is that all about because they never said it mm-hmm. um but it's it's latin for two to stars but overall i thought this was a really good movie i think it's it's good enough to be nominated it had a dreary effect like the mad max not mad max the blade runner the new blade 2049 it had a a, a darkness of it kind of like that and fu- futuristic effect but it was really very interesting but People would think it's boring because it was a slow buildup of a lot of things. And then it'll show you one thing and then it'll bring it back down. Yeah, it'll I, show a little bit. And I think bring people had a different expectations of what yeah. the movie was supposed to be. Um, but the thing is, is that um, we came in there not knowing what it was all about in the first place and just uh, just adapting and adjusting to the story because we, I mean, we're a big Brad Pitt fan anyway, so yep. yep. So we so. try to see whatever he does, and and it, and it just worked out. It just worked out really well. But um, um. So you know, being, <laughs> I liked it. So I'm gonna give it an eight again. I'm gonna give this one an eight because I want to see it because the level of detail in this movie is things that you probably missed, 
And then when you see it again, you'll be like, oh, look at that. Because there's 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 story. There's a story in there about the commercialization commercialization of um, territory that's being taken over, which is the moon. And then, you know, they want to colonize that and they wanted to colonize Mars and they wanted to continue on and continue this colonization of all types of stuff. And, and then it was the emotional side of that. And then the constant destruction of um, of Earth by what our intentions is outside of Earth. And it was just so many different stories. And I want to see it again to kind of connect some things that I may not see. So I really thought that was a good good point from that. But um, what did you think? Um, I gave it a 7.5. Oh, that ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. Bad. I mean, I, there was some slow spots. It was. Um, and I hate when it does that because it I get kind of sleepy. But <laughs> so I hate that. that normally, when that make, makes me happen, I'll be like, okay, I, I can't give it the rating that I was wanting to give it. But overall, um, I love the special effects. I love the visual. I love the um the visuals. It was amazing. Yep. It it was. I I can't get enough of it. I'm still. I'm just I'm still seeing it now of how the how beautifully it was done, you know. You know, like you said there was a light side moon, dark side moon, then you had Mars, then you mm-hmm. had um then you had um the moon. Yeah, you had, you had you moon, had... then you had Neptune. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was almost like it's like the moon, Mars and then Neptune. It, it was just that level and it tell you how many days it took for him to get from the from the Earth to the moon, and then from or, moon, or from the moon to Mars. Yeah, the moons to Mars, and then from Mars to Neptune. I mean, it was just, it was just amazing how the level of detail that was there, and you didn't get lost. It wasn't confusing, it and just, I could, it just went long. Right, right. That was the only difference. Right, like, there's right. portions that just went long. Right, exactly. But um, yeah, it's just very, very good movie. It's 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 it should be considered, um, Oscar wise. Because I just, I just really think this, this was something that will hit you emotionally if you wasn't looking for a big sci-fi movie. But if you're looking for a big sci-fi movie, this is not a big sci-fi movie. So uh, kind of be careful with that as well. Yeah, so, it's not a Star Trek. It's not a Star Trek. It's not one of these. And I think that's what a lot of people was hoping for, something that was like action and yeah. fighting and gun. Gun, gun shooting yeah, and, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. So just like they didn't like gravity, um, this had a similar concept being out in space, but on a different level because it was space travel. It just wasn't right there on, you know, outside of Earth. This yeah. was it, this went further of what the sp- space exploration is. So that's what we got. Um, seven, five and eight. Uh, Fade to black cinema every Wednesday. Wednesday. Here are our reviews and Check us out on all podcast downloads, Fade to Black Cinema, or bougieblackbrother.com and hit that link and you can see all the actual reviews or Bougie Black Brother Network or YouTube if you happen to just switch over and say, oh, hey, I can listen to something that's on there while I'm looking at it at YouTube. Um, but it's just the actual audio as opposed to seeing us sit there and going from that. But... Outside of that, we thank you so much, and we'll see you next week on Fade the Black Cinema. Thank you. Bye.